WCB Podcast, your source for all things Chicago Blackhawks and everything hockey, with your host, Let's do it. Jerem and Tanner. All right. It's another edition of the WCB Podcast, a part of the Hockey Pods, uh, part of the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings and Raycon. It is Jerem. It is Tanner. What is up, bud? Nothing much, man. <laughs> Just uh, fucking, we got final. We got Stanley Cup final set. Yes, PSA. We have to do this every year. It is the Stanley Cup final. Yes. There's only one S in Stanley Cup final, and it's at the very beginning. It's not at the end. That's true. There you get the conference finals, and then you get the final. <laughs> There's one series. It's NBA. NBA screws it up because they call it the NBA finals. That's why it gets all fucked up, I think. That's really weird. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, it. that makes sense. <laughs> one series, guys. One series. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like each game is the final. <laughs> right. That's why it's not the finals. Yeah, but lots. Uh, yeah, we will get into the Stanley Cup final in a second here in NHL talk. But, yeah, we took a week off. Final. Uh, Good thing we did because we were able to wait and enjoy the entire conference finals and and really, like, Take in what was going on there. Not much is going on in Hawksland just yet. Um, in case you didn't know, Connor Bedard is going to be a Chicago Blackhawk. Um, that's going to be happening in actually this time next 28 month. Twenty-eight days. This time <laughs> next month, he will have been a Blackhawk for two days. So, oh let's yeah, go. let's go. Connor Bedard is a Blackhawk. Let's first go. overall pick from the Regina St. Pat's. <laughs> <laughs> or not St. Pat's, just Regina Pat's, right? <laughs> I'm is thinking it? like I'm thinking Toronto. Oh yeah, I think it's Reg- yeah. Regina. Yeah. Pats. Yeah. But the question is, and that's been kind of discussed about, is we have Connor Bedard, but who's gonna play with him? And where I'm going with that is Cap Friendly rolled over their site. Oh yeah. Now showing the cap space going into the 23-24 season. And if you've been listening to the show before, you know how much we fucking love cap friendly and how crazy we go over it. So seeing what the cat space is for the Hawks this year, it's exciting. Kind of wish we had this when, uh, when we are in competitive mode, but giving Davidson a blank slate. Basically. Yeah. Essentially. Hawks are the only team in the NHL with projected cap space larger than their cap. (laughs) Their cap used. It's wild. They're currently sitting at $41,655,123 in cap. Right? Or is that cap hit or available? Uh, it's available. Sorry, that's available. The available is the 844000 yeah. And, Jesus. And they need to spend just over $20 million just to get to the salary cap floor to be eligible to eligible to play, have an eligible roster. So it's going to get fun. I think, I yeah. think we're going to see a lot of back contracts coming our way this year, which means more draft picks. Yep. You're going to which... see some, some, maybe some massive one deal con- one year contracts, not massive, but like generous. Oh Yeah. But because, I also like, think we got to make it to the cap floor. 
and can, I wrote this on. Here's what. I, here, sorry. So good. To keep going though, like you can get someone like I don't know Ryan O'Reilly on a one-year deal and give him something really nice, and then trade him at the deadline to a contender, and like that guy can show Connor Bedard like. He's great at faceoffs. He's great at the two-way game. Like those are those are guys that you want to possibly get. But I don't know if like Ryan O'Reilly would be like the best choice. But like I'm just saying, like yeah, that's, that's the kind of shit you could do. The same mindset though with that is, and we've talked about it before, is match Pat, Matt's Pecharetti. Yeah, coming off back-to-back Achilles tears, he is a guy who can play if he can stay healthy, and this isn't an issue anymore. He can still play. Hawks can sign him to a one-year deal, like one-year prove-it deal, show the league that he can stay healthy, he can play for yeah. maybe half a season. You get him mentoring kind of Bedard because he's got the captain. He's got the leadership from, from Montreal. Like, yeah. he is a leader. He is a great player. You let him mentor him. Then you trade him at the deadline. You retain 50% of his his cap hit or whatever, make it a lot more manageable for for the team receiving him. That's the kind of stuff you can do. Yeah. I mean, especially because he's the guy that's often injured. It's like, I don't know how many teams that are contenders are going to be like you know, wasting, not wasting cap space, but like allocating that cap space to a guy that might not even make play through the whole season for you. A lot and of it's com- like the Hawks need to make the cap floor, baby. Like, let's go. A lot <laughs> of competitive teams that are going to be fighting for the Stanley Cup next year are going to be right up against that cap uh, with even before this offseason even starts. There's already like teams that are like in cap hell. I mean, I still have no idea what the fuck Vegas, who are the Vegas going to give us for free this upcoming off season? Um, Because it's like, what the fuck are they going to do? They're like 11 million over the cap right now with their roster. I think. Um, Oh, yeah. I think they said like their active roster in the playoffs right now is like 95 million. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's the thing that I mean. I'm sh- if if Vegas does what Vegas does, Robin Lander's probably gone for nothing. Oh yeah, because, because what it, they're in the Stanley Cup final. He didn't play the entire season. They've done it with Logan Thompson, Aiden Hill, and Lauren Brissoua. What? <laughs> and at this point, you their their management is going to look at him and just be like, "What's the point of of?" Of having Robin Lehner now. Do they even have draft picks? Because you know they're going to have to sweeten it too. They do. They have all their firsts for the next three years. They oh, just shit. They don't have a second, fourth, or fifth this year. No third or fourth next year, and then no seventh the year after. That second round would probably be the most useful next year, I think. Yeah, but again, they're going to be the either the thirty-first or thirty-second overall pick, so you might as well get rid of that first rounder just to get rid of what 5 million on, on the books or something like that. Well, so far over the last two years, they haven't had to make like a little sweetener at all. Like we just got flurry for future considerations, basically, basically. And then a little bit Car- Car- Carolina got patch ready for future considerations. Well, Pat uh, Carolina, or they also got, didn't they also throw another player in too? I don't think so. To, to, to Carolina. I don't Coglin. Oh. Let me check. Back in July. 
Oh yeah, Dylan Coughlin. Okay. Yeah. Which when was he? He was he played 17 games last year, three assists. Maybe he got hurt. Not much. Maybe he got hurt there. But yeah, I don't know. 25. Um, Right-handed or right defenseman. Carolina likes collecting defensemen. Yeah, I understand that one. There's so many defensemen. So and they still can't win. <laughs> um, yeah, Carolina, another... just, Carolina just gets hit hard by the injury bug right when playoffs start. But, uh, yes, go ahead. I was going to say another name, too, that I've been seeing thrown around and makes sense, JVR. Eh. He's a guy. Well, I'm just saying, like, it makes sense for the sense that you could sign him for fairly, a, or a contract. Like, I the way I'm looking at contracts going into this next season is, what is their cap hit going to be at fifty percent retained for another team? Yeah, right. And but like, what's the value you're going to get with JVR? Because Philly didn't make a single trade during the trade deadline, yeah, and like and he was one of the guys that was that was rumored to be on the on the block. Yeah, like but their GM nothing. also didn't do anything, and he forgot his cell phone and during trade deadline time. Like he got fired for that reason. Yeah, but I think you bring JVR and you can get like a anywhere probably between a second and fourth, depending on how his season's going. He didn't really do too much last year. He only had twenty nine points in sixty one games. I don't know how much of that is like flyers bad or it's just yeah not not getting it done like didn't kevin kevin hayes had like a decent season didn't he yeah and he actually got health had a good bombed. year and he got health bomb games no he played 81 he got health bomb one game yeah one game yeah he got help on one game he was a leading hey. scorer on that team and he got health bomb 54 points well connectney was injured a lot but he was having a great season he had 61 points in 60 games you would have you would have had the points lead in that for that team. Um, I don't know JVR. I, I don't I don't really know like how much that makes sense though. I don't see JVR as like somebody that fits well because I don't think he's quick. I also think though too, like you're gonna see a lot of guys coming in, are just coming in to play to fill bodies. Oh yeah. So I mean, I I think. I guess JVR is a good example in the sense of like these are the type of guys you're gonna see. Like I wrote in the hockey my hockey buzz article saying like in ten years, this upcoming season oh, yeah. is going to be full of trivia question. Like, hey, oh, yeah, you remember yeah. when so and so was a Blackhawk? Remember when Phil Kessel was a Blackhawk? Remember that like, half season that we had Max Domi? I hope yeah. we get Max Domi back, but I don't know. We'll see. It'd be great. Um. Yeah, just JVR, man. <laughs> like, I don't see him. I just don't see how he would, even on the Hawks, like, I don't see how he would be a good fit for, like, lines one or two. Yeah. Cross off Kane, cross off Taze, cross off Riley, cross off Tarasenko. Then you got JV. I mean, these are obviously, these are ranked in their, what they were. Do you really cross contract. off Tarasenko, though? I think so. I don't know, man. Tarasenko's like a, a really good 
like he can get paid and then move. But here's the thing is like, why is, why doesn't he just get paid and go to a team? Like who? Can, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying though too. Cause it's like, we keep saying get paid, but then it's like, we still got to keep in consideration on like what other teams are going to be able to afford to the deadline. Nah, fuck that man. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm and he's sure young, man. He's I'm only 31. I feel like yeah, he's so you, much older. Jesus. I'm just, I wouldn't be surprised if we got somebody like Tarasenko. Patch already, it like makes sense. John Monahan. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know who's coming? You know who's going to sign? Lucic. No fucking way. I think, <laughs> I, I don't know. I got a weird feeling he's going to come in for. To be uh, Bedard's personal bodyguard. They'd get Tyler Bertuzzi. I just, I mean, the free agents, like, there's nothing sexy about them. Like, the most, the best one is, like, Kaner. But, like, I've already heard, like, that's not going to happen. We are picking a great time to rebuild. Yeah. No good, like, I mean, there's good free agents, but it's not like the, oh, shit, this is going to change our franchise. We... We have the the rebuild is the top draft picks available is when we decide to suck and we we suck the best and we are getting Connor Bedard. Now it's honestly we could possibly get the first overall pick next year too. And that's kind of fucking exciting. I don't know who is even in like the running for like the who's considered like the top guy next year. Macklin celebrini. But like, can you imagine like get Bedard, get another top three pick? There's a kid. Well, yeah, I think we briefly I mentioned this on a previous episode, but it was uh, there's another kid that's an American, that's uh, his last name's Iserman, but it's like E I S E R, and he's having like identical na- national development team seasons as like Cole Caulfield. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude, he had like a- he had like sixty two goals or some shit like this this year. When I gotta the, look it up because I feel like I'm I might be wrong, but like talk five. Win the win the lottery again next year, so then we can't win again for five years anyway, and that won't matter because we'll be tearing it Cole fucking up Iserman. again. Cole, Cole Eiserman, of course, Cole Caulfield, Cole Eiserman. Why not? The C's are gonna be taking over Chicago. Cole Eiserman, Connor Bedard. Let's fucking go! God, I'm so fucking pumped for the future. Let's see what's this kid's. Elite prospects. He had. Oh my god! So this past year, he had forty-two games on the U seventeen team and had forty-three goals, twenty-nine assists. And he had twenty games on the U eighteen team with twenty-six goals and six assists. Oh my god! And then, you know how like the national development team plays in the USHL? Yeah. So they had 32 games in the USHL. He had 28 goals and 16 assists. So he scores. And he's <laughs> he's eligible next next draft. Uh yes. Yeah, he's a 2024 draft eligible. And he's one of the top prospects for it. All right. But yeah, Macklin Celebrini is like the kid to look out for, who also plays for the Chicago Steel. But he's, uh, I think he's, can- yeah, he's Canadian. I'm surprised at how many of these guys play for the Steel. Right? It's, Fantilli, we- it's crazy. Fantilli played for the Steel, I think, a little bit. 
I think I saw that too. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty insane. So you'll get some like good guys coming through. Fuck, it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be so great. We can I mean, if we hit first overall next year, people are gonna like boycott the NHL. Which great, do it. I don't give a fuck. Like I said <laughs> before we started recording, I am ready to embrace the villain role. I will. You want you want to fucking hate the Blackhawks? Bring it on. I don't care because we will be watching Connor Bedard while you guys all hate us. Because I watch him and hate. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun watching us lose next year when Connor Bedard is doing Connor Bedard things. Yes. Yes. I mean, this team was fun to watch this year. It's going to be even better. I just don't think we'll end up getting like last. I don't, well, I don't see it happening. Um, one of the things I just realized too for this offseason, not only can we take on bad contracts and um, get picks for it, but there's been talk of, like, the Hawks taking on contracts to specifically just buy out and getting getting more assets from that. You got to be careful with that one, though, too. Because it's like how – because it's essentially – so if you buy it a one-year deal – it turns yeah. into a two-year deal, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you just got to be very careful. Well, yeah, we're not going to be Minnesota. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you just like that's the one thing though too. It's like I don't want people starting to hear like, what are some really bad contracts that are like long-term? Like, oh, the Hawks will just Seth Jones, oh, Seth yeah, Jones gonna... buy out. They bought Hawks buy out Seth Jones' contract, and then it's like they're paying Seth Jones for fucking fourteen years instead of instead of the seven more, or whatever it is. But like, let's say Vancouver. And they send Tyler Myers and we just buy him out. And it's he's just on the books for this year and next year, but like go somewhere else, whatever, who cares? And we get like that 11. <laughs> I don't know, man. I still think we're getting Brock in 11. I would, it, I think it'd be insane. It'd be pretty cool if Davidson pulls out like Brock Besser. But I mentioned in our group chat too, how cool would it be? We get Besser in 11. And then we retain half on Besser, send him to Washington for eighth with and send him with the 19th. What if that would oof, oof. that's some shit. That's some shit. So that's, it's because I want to you know what I'm gonna fucking put this on social media. This is a so, well, you think it's kind of like last season. So last year it was Alexander Romanoff to the Islanders. Fuck. What was the trade? It was Romanoff and for somebody in the 13th so that Montreal had the 13th from the Islanders. And then they used the 13th oh, to get Kirby Doc. Yeah. So it's kind of like a similar kind of situation where you're what would using. We, what would we trade to Vancouver? Vancouver, that would be. It would just be know, future consideration. Not future considerations. Probably we like have to give like, something for Brock. It'd probably be like some seconds. It's, it, it's purely if the. If they are just like we need to cap dump, like and I'm just yeah, I'm just trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of a, a let's say proposal if, for even if it is like like when I mentioned before, like let's say Kershev is a part of that deal. Like we lose Kershev, whatever. Like who cares? Like as much as I like him, like if we can get the eighth out of this, it'd be great. So let's say well, how about this: Brock an eleventh for Kershev and a second. Yeah, maybe a third. I don't know. It depends on how how highly valued like this ends up getting but like i don't know like vancouver's up against the fucking wall right now dude 
And if they want to shed cap, like they're going to have to really pay up. And I don't know if any other team's going to want to do less. The Hawks are just like in the best position for this. So I can, um, okay. So Brock in 11th for Kershev in a second, then Brock the 19th and 50% retained to Washington for the eighth. Yeah. And then the eighth. Oh, not wait. Maybe not the 19th. I was thinking maybe like the, like one of the seconds because Brock at 50% retained to Washington is not bad. He's, or how about he's this? Okay. Like- so for a second pick, so I'm going to, I'm adjusting this here on the fly. So Brock, a second, 50% retained to Washington for the eighth. Then we yeah. take the eighth and the 19th to San Jose for the, for the fourth. For the fourth. <laughs> we did still have to give up more for that, I think, but that'd be insane. Because, you know, that fourth, if because, okay, that was the next topic on the list. San Jose is allegedly willing to part with the fourth overall pick. You Wait, have potentially what? anywhere for between Fantilli, Maybe. Mishkinoff, Not really. Mishkoff. Mishkoff and Carlson. Yeah, or Will Smith. Or Will Smith. Like, those are all the guys that are people are kind of, like, judge, juggling back and forth. Like, who's going to go two, three, four, five? You get a you get two picks in the top five in this draft. Oh fucking buddy. 2017 Dallas Stars. <laughs> Van Tilly somehow pulls a Shane Wright and falls to four. Oh buddy. Yeah, yeah. Shane Shane Wright didn't pull a Shane Wright. <laughs> the three teams ahead of this the crack and decided to be like, no thanks. I'm not saying that. I'm saying now forever now, if you're a top overall pick, you're and you fall to fourth, you're not pulling a Shane Wright. But here's the thing. Fantilli's disgusting and so good. He just had a, a nasty like World Cup where he scored just an absolutely crazy goal, just inside out on the defenseman and just rips it. Um, yeah, like I feel like he's solidified like number two. The, the, oh, you there was like there was like an man. article or something that came out that like one of the like Hawks scouts was just like much higher on Fantilli and it was like. But are you just trying to be like contrarian to like everything? Cause like yes. shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, Scott Power Scott Powers came out front of the show. Um yeah. and he's like, just so there's no confusion, the Hawks are taking Connor Bedard. Oh yeah. First overall. I'm not, and I'm like Cinder, and I'm like, can you imagine this generational talent being available? And yet you still have to come out and say there's no chance that the Hawks are not taking this guy. Like, yeah. this should be the no-brainer. They should be putting Bedard jerseys in the NHL store right now. Yeah, like, they can't, though, until, like, the Right, 28th. but it's, like, at, like, there's 6, ever been, 10 p.m. <laughs> there's ever been such a sure thing in life, Connor Bedard going to the Blackhawks. Death, taxes, and Connor Bedard going to the Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to pull the trigger on that jersey just so I can fucking throw it they on won't let right you. away. They don't really? they won't let you do it right now. Yeah, you can't customize a Bedard jersey without showing proof that you have the last name Bedard and that your favorite number is 98. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you can get it on like some like Chinese website, but like it's not gonna look good. I don't know. I'll find a way. Do you like a little yeah. space at the end of the name? So it's like maybe just one little too far. Just like a fucking underscore and then just unstitch it once <laughs> it comes in. You gotta do it on the front, like before the name and after the name, so that it's still centered on the jersey. I think because I think I'm gonna be hopping on the, the hockey podcast network's YouTube channel for the live stream of the first round. 
to go on there wearing a Connor Bedard Blackhawk jersey would be fucking amazing. I mean, yeah. It, I don't think it's going to be as embarrassing as like people showing up to Montreal with a Shane Wright Montreal Canadiens jersey. It's <laughs> just fucking devastated. Fucking fumbled the bag on that one. I, I still can't believe that. All right. Dude, um, I mean, with, with the way that Logan Cooley was performing and him going back to the college, like he could end up being probably one of the better ones from that draft year already. Who the fuck went to? Oh, yeah, it was a defenseman to New Jersey. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, my God. New Jersey has a fucking second overall defenseman coming into their pipeline, too. Ah, you're right. Damn it. Yeah, you can't do it. Connor Bedard, question mark. You think they're going to put a question mark on the jersey? That would be fucking hilarious. Um, Hawk Bud, I'm so excited. You know, there's nothing else for the Hawks, though, right now, right? No, I mean, we are... for so much excitement that's going on in Black Arts Hockey right now. There's just nothing to talk about at the, at the moment. Do you want to mention? I just saw this on Reddit. Do you want to talk anything about uh, Andrew Shaw? Oh, do we want him to ever come on the show? Yeah, it would be it would be cool, but like, come on, bud. <laughs> he almost fucking like. It was like you know the thing like the like the the meme. It's like not gonna lie, they had us in the first half. Mm-hmm. It's like I was reading that. I'm like, oh, okay. Somebody saying something very good, you know, talking about the situation, not knowing what was going on. Yeah. Stop. Like a, like a first hand, a first hand like recount of like how it how it really went down in this in during that time. Talking about the sexual assault. Period. Stop. That's oh, why I don't know. It wasn't I, known. I didn't know about it. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knew about it. Nobody fully knew the, the full extent of it. Stop. Period. End of story. Move on. But they didn't. But he didn't. Andrew I, Shaw decided to place himself in Kyle Beach's shoes and just be like, I don't know how you could allow that to happen to yourself. If that was me, like my thumbs would be touching the back of his skull. Like, all right, buddy. Like, you weren't there. You don't know the situation. I just like, like Noli's text. Now you're like doing like this victim blame. Yeah, I love Noli's text. Like, this is victim blaming. Andrew, you're victim blaming. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like on. Jesus Christ. Like, also, like, what was the what was the point of like even mentioning it? Like, what what brought this what, what brought this quote up? He was on a podcast. Um. I've never even heard it was like some former player podcast and they were talking about the whole situation. I think they asked him what they, if he knew about it or like the raw knuckles podcast. Yeah. And it's just like, come on guys, just fucking let it go. Stop talking about it. There, there is no need to bring it up. Everybody remembers what happened and, and, and the Hawks have to fucking deal with this forever. And it's like, you're not helping the case. By giving your two cents about it. Yeah. It was, it, I don't know. Was, like we said, you said you didn't know anything about it until the following season. There's your statement. There's your comment. Move on. Come on. Like, 
come on like i just it's so stupid and it's like yeah what did you get like what did he get out of that nothing i don't know luckily for him he can blame cte probably for it oh my god (laughs) hey somebody hacked my twitter yeah Somebody hacked my. That was AI. That wasn't me. That was an AI. Yeah, right. It was a deep fake. <laughs> that's the new video. thing. That's gonna be the new thing. Yeah. Sorry. No, that was an AI deep fake of me. I never Bro, said that. Bro, that's not me. Bro, that's oh not me God, at all. That's so funny. But yeah. I got my location turned on. I wasn't there. <laughs> I love Andrew. Andrew Shaw. I th- I still like him. Like and all that. Everything he did for the Hawks. But dude. Poor choice of words. Do a, f- just fucking. <sighs> Think, 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 think before you fucking talk. Yeah. Get Steger on the show and ask him the same question, see what he says. But <laughs> Steve just does the opposite and just be like, I probably would have gotten it worse. <laughs> All right, no joking. I'm done with that. No, no, no. That was that was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not a funny situation. Oh god. All right. Um, so let's move on to NHL talk. Once you got anything else for Hawks. I think that's it. Um it's, I mean, this countdown is still going, but like we're about to enter the month. <laughs> we're going to be within the month of the draft. Yeah, we're one day away from June once this gets posted. Um, as soon as like, as soon as like the final ends, it's kind of like you're in full blown let's go mode. And probably, yeah, probably right. Probably before the pre draft episode. That'll get posted on draft day. We'll probably talk more about, you know, what the Hawks are going to be doing because then it's like you have the draft on Wednesday, the first round of the draft on Wednesday, the rest of the draft on Thursday. And then that Saturday is open to free agency. Yep. So there's a lot going to happen in the next month or so of hockey world. And this team is going to be a lot different. The The Kane Taze era is officially over and the Bedard era has begun or will be have begun. It's going to be fun. Enjoy the ride now, boys. Fuck yeah. Let's get it. All right. NHL talk. Um, Third round recap. Conference finals came and went. I'd like to say I was 100% on my predictions for it. Thank you. Um, From From the very beginning of the playoffs, I had... Both of these teams out in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my and, actual bracket. And, my... and I think I had maybe one win between the two of them. My actual I think I had bracket something is garbage. It would like Winnipeg in like five. Let's I see. Vegas would have no goaltending. And then obviously I thought Florida was just going to get swept. And so the first here round, we are. The first round, the only one you got right from the Eastern Conference was Carolina Hurricanes moving up. Oh, yeah, baby. I right. had the only one I got wrong in the first round for the Eastern was Boston. I had Vegas and Edmonton moving on in the first. You had Dallas and Edmonton. We both got Colorado wrong. You got Winnipeg wrong. I got Minnesota wrong. Jumping over to going to the conference final. You had the semifinal. Well, going from the semifinal to the conference final. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just round two. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I was 0 for 4. I got every single one wrong. Sick. Um, you had Edmonton, Dallas, New Jersey, Florida. 
you almost nailed the Florida sweep. <laughs> you almost, you almost had it. I was, a, I was around too early. Um, you had Dallas, Florida going to the Stanley cup final. I had Vegas, Florida and Noli had Dallas, Carolina. <laughs> so no, we're going to get, I got to get his picks then because he's a part of this now. So, um, but yeah, so where do you want to start? Eastern or Western? Uh, I mean, the East finish first. We can just start, start there. Um, Florida in four, just how everybody drew it up at the beginning of the playoffs. Um, hilarious, but just saying Florida in four makes it seem like they dominated. That series was, was so tight. You said I mentioned, best. I mentioned in our group chat that like it reminded me of the LA and Vegas series in 2018. That was the first round. It was uh, Vegas's first playoffs where they swept LA, but each game was a one goal game. And there was like, it was like two to one, two to one, three to two and two to one or something like that. It was, it was super tight. Insanely tight. And it was the exact same for the, that, that Florida series. I mean, game one, what went with four OTs. Yeah. Ends up winning in an OT. Uh, second game went no overtime, like Kachuk again, just a monster. And then one nothing, right? One nothing win in yep. game three. And then four seconds left. Kachuk is just like, I got more time, but I'll just put it in now. Kachuk <laughs> scored three of the four game winning goals and he assisted on the other. Crazy. He's he so is good. so fucking good. Light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook right now. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $150 in bonus bets. Uh, Right now, the Florida Panthers are underdogs to finish up the four-game suite of the Toronto Maple Leafs. So if you are confident that you think they can do it, now's the time to put in a bet there. Um, right over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sports app now and sign with co- sign up with code THPN. New customers can make a $5 bet and instantly score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.com. Sorry, .org. Uh, in New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas City, 21-plus in most eligible states, but age varies on jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for offer details. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsibility gambling resources. Let's face it, with coffee starting at $5, yes, even without any customizations and our bay counts always somehow depleting, we are officially entering a dupe session. Most products do the same thing, but are priced differently solely based on the brand name. So a good duplicate or dupe is crucial for getting the highest quality at the best price. One dupe you definitely shouldn't sleep on, Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Raycon is premium audio and the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want when you want without breaking the bank, which is going to be huge, especially if you're a Chicago Blackhawk fan, because now you're going to be needing as much money as possible to be buying up Connor Bedard Blackhawk jerseys and tickets to go see the next Connor McDavid live in the flesh in Chicago at the Madhouse. Let's go. Nothing better right now. Raycon's mission is to prove that you shouldn't have to pay an arm and a leg for quality sound and essential smart tech listening features. 
you can get a pair and a spare and still play less than you would with some of those other more big name tech brands out there. Raycon knows that in this economy, every purchase needs to be perfect. They offer buy now, pay later options right now, and you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have an easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection insurance for just a few bucks. They offer free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews talking about how comfortable the earbuds are, the noise canceling, the awareness mode, the customizable sound profiles, the water resistance, and eight hours of playtime everyday earbuds. Go by Raycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. He is everything that they wanted in that trade, and they got even more. It's it's the impact that he's made on this team is just amazing that's like like how could you you couldn't have planned it any better like the team barely makes the playoffs also Con Smythe trophy nominations Bobrovsky Kachov Chicago Blackhawks because I was about to say Pittsburgh baby (laughs) dude I was about to say like the Con Smythe like this is gonna be so fucking hard if Florida wins Mm -hmm. because the way Bob has played and the way Kachuk has been there stepping up for this team at what point do like the game winning goals take over from like just rock solid goaltending? Yeah, because I mean it's like you can't you don't get the you don't get the wins as a goalie. I mean without the game winning goals, right? And I'm just curious, like I wonder how t- how the first round would have gone if they had started Bob in game one. Yeah. Like maybe maybe it wouldn't have gone the same way, you know? Like maybe he doesn't play as hot, but like his first game in that also wasn't great. And then all of a sudden he he shut everyone down. He didn't allow he didn't allow a third goal in a game from after game seven until game four against Carolina. It was two or less for every game after that, which was what eight games. Yeah, it's that's the greatest goaltending you're going to get in the playoffs. There is a fucking. I need to start like saving like clips and stuff because or like screenshots stuff i've seen because there's some ridiculous stat about the amount of saves he made oh yeah, yeah four game sweep it was like 168 or something like that yeah like it's like the one of the top it might be the most in playoffs it's save percentage he, or so i remember it was in our our group chat i had put down a bunch of like stats of his save percentage in the second and third rounds, his lowest save percentage was a 917. And that was in like a, a two-goal game against Toronto where he had only 24 shots against. Otherwise, his his average, like, because if you you have to take out the first round because of the first game, he had like 860. Um, but his average in this two rounds was just it's like eight fucking fifty or nine fifty. It's it's crazy. It's, it's unreal. He's he's playing like a ten million dollar goalie. Yeah, he's finally living up to that contract. It only took him what three years of it, four years of it. Just gotta get settled in, baby. <laughs> but I mean, also the funny thing you kind of talk about it, and people, 
I feel like he's getting a rough, rough going about it because the way the conversation was going. But um, Rod the Bod, yeah. After the game, game four sweep, talking about how, oh no, like it's gonna go down that we lost four games, but this team did not get swept. And he yeah. centered, and it's like it's so funny listening him say that, but it's like, but he's right, right. There's it's like, gonna look like a sweep always seems like that team got dominated, but like yeah. that's not what happened at all. Arguably, like, I think Carolina was the better team in all four games. But Barowski was just the best player. Exactly. And Kachuk was and just Kitchuk, that much Kitchuk clutch. Was, he, he was the most clutch, exactly. Yeah, like, <laughs> he, but it's, it's so it funny. Just, it makes the story of Carolina so hilarious because ever since they won the Cup, they have lost 12 straight Eastern Conference final games. <laughs> oh, and 12 in Eastern Conference final. That is dude, that's Three impressive. sweeps in a row. That's impressive. A hat trick of sweeps in the Eastern Conference final. Yeah, yeah, hilarious. What's also great about that, um, you sent this in the group chat too, with the Boston Celtics losing their game (laughs) seven. Boston's the first city to lose a home game seven to an eight seed in both hockey and basketball in the same season. Fucking South Florida is going to be fucking in one for the next couple weeks. I mean, they have to be the the first, (sighs) like the first city. So I guess it's not really city because it's like what it's sunrise is where yeah. Panthers play or something. But I mean, it's they're close enough. The same like region, yeah, doing the exact the opposite, like be, coming in as eight seeds and beating the one seeds in Game Seven. That's that's crazy. That's that's absolutely insane. I fucking Sport, love it. Sports are cool, and it, it's funny to me too because the NBA usually has like if the the guys if the team's the first seed, it's like they're guaranteed to fucking go to the final. But this year it seems to be a little bit different. I don't know. Parody, Parody's finally getting catching up to them. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I don't follow basketball. Are, are the super teams just done? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't follow basketball enough. I can care. Yeah, same. Care less about it. But it's always fun when you see a underdog win. God, man, Car- yeah, Carolina did did play very well. Um, but yeah, they just Florida is just on one right now. Dude, they're Florida. getting they're getting everything. They're a team of destiny, man. Dude, oh the game one, Brandon Montour played sixty fucking minutes, sixty minutes of ice time. Are you kidding? I saw a quote from Paul Maurice. I forgot. I think it was on Instagram. I completely forgot who where it was from, but it was about like training camp, and he was getting pissed at Brandon Montour because he thought he wasn't completing the drills. Because everybody's getting fucking winded and they're dying, and he's smiling. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just going, and it's just like that's the kind of just athlete he is, where he's just able to fucking just keep gunning, and he's like he's not taking a break, he's not let, like letting up, he's just smiling, having a great time, and working his ass off. And it's like that's that's a great that was another great trade. It's crazy to me that like their team is built off of like mainly trades. Yeah. Like they're bit like some of their well, they trade assets. all their fucking draft picks for for guys. So yeah, it's like they got Montour from Buffalo. They got Reinhardt from Buffalo. They got Kachuk from Calgary. They got Bennett from Calgary. <laughs> what are these teams? These teams are giving up guys that are playing very good in Florida. Yeah, I don't know. 
Um, you mentioned it too before we switch over to the Western Conference. You talked about Con Smythe, Blackhawks Never up there. Done. I know it, there's not much to think about it, and like I know the players don't take it. Do you th- is that a slap in the face of Florida a little bit? Saying that the only reason the situation has happened because the Blackhawks beat Pittsburgh. Because I mean, I know it's partly true, but it's I, like that stuff always at kind the of time. The, the 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 fans were like, "Thank you so much. You guys deserve first overall." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, we do, and you're welcome." <laughs> and, oh man! Yeah, what that's the, that game has the same kind of repercussions that the Patrick Stefan empty net miss against Edmonton has where Edmonton goes on to tie that game. I think, I don't think Edmonton ended up winning, but like the fact that they got it, they got the extra point. Yeah. That's what brought them ahead of the the Blackhawks. And then they ended up getting first overall with Patrick Kane because of that, because he missed a fucking empty net. So basically going forward. Yeah. Whenever the Hawks are in rebuild mode, you have to just watch every single game and see what's a game changing game. Like which game is a game changer, and that'll be the reason why the Hawks get the first overall pick. Andreas Athanasio with the game winner. Just didn't even know he put two teams on the path of destiny: one to first overall, one to a Stanley Cup final. Guess what? Anthony SEO, you get a one year, $5 million contract for that. <laughs> hey, a little pay bump. <laughs> a little pay bump, a little two year there. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll get traded to Florida during the, the trade deadline next year. <laughs> oh, man. So that was fun. So sitting there, Florida goes to their first Stanley Cup since what was that, 96? 96. Yeah. So. Eastern Conference or Western Conference. I mean, yeah, dude, they're 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 hot. They are hot. It's going to be, I think, so hard to beat them. That team is riding so goddamn high. It's amazing that they're twelve and four now in the playoffs after being yeah almost <laughs> just destroyed, having to fight claw back from down. What was it, three to one? They were down. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bobrovsky was is what eleven and two right now. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't I do not want to be the guy picking Con Smythe if Florida wins. Um yeah. all right, Western Conference, you got the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Dallas Stars. And thought this we were gonna have back to back sweeps. One of those teams one of those teams that came to play, man. Vegas has been getting Great goaltending as well. Like Aiden Hill didn't didn't let up. They got him for basically nothing. Yeah, I forgot he came from um, San Jose, right? The, team, the team's just got yeah. The team's just got it clicking right now. They I mean they play it's it's so frustrating because they do play like so well and they just block shots like crazy. Yeah. They smother people and they block shots like crazy. And then they have like their misfit original misfits line. They have Mark Stone with the miraculous back, like <laughs> Jack Ike, Jack Eichels made it to the playoffs for the first time and he's not giving up. Like he's, he's playing good hockey too. Like yeah, man, he's 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 worth it. That's and like you mentioned, like the ten million dollars. Like we have one on each side and somebody's gonna win it. 
There's two in Buffalo. Isn't it two in Florida and then one in? No, one in Florida. Isn't Barkoff a $10 million? Uh, I don't believe so, but I can check. I thought he was. Check me on Oh, that. he is. He is. He is. He is. Yeah, you're right. It's it, I, Barkoff's making more money than Kachuk. Like, I get Barkov's a good two-way guy, but, like, Kachuk is just so noticeable out there. Well, like, Barkov was that guy that they, they were going to build around, and then Kachuk fell in their lap, and they're like, oh, shit. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they handle Barkov with uh, going forward, too, because, I mean, honestly, I'd fucking strip him of that C right now and put on Kachuk so he can be the first one to lift the cup. Yeah. I, I mean, nah. <laughs> I think it'll be okay. I think it'll be all right. <laughs> but all right, so, be in the first one. So Vegas went up three nothing in this series. Then all of a sudden in game three, Jamie Ben fucking wires just got crossed. Accidentally fell with his stick leaning out on top oh, yeah. of Mark Stone. Cross checks him in the head. Don't you hate it? You hate it when you're when a guy falls in front of you and you're staring at him. And then all of a sudden your ankles give out and your stick goes forward and it gets them right in the right in the jaw, like right in the right in the dome. And you just have to tell everybody that was an accident. I love his <laughs> quote. I mean, he goes, yeah, I mean, it's an uh, it's a high pace, high tempo game. And it's like I would have loved to not fall and stick first with my stick early like, with the stick being the point of impact. Dude, you can count, I think, three Mississippi before he fucking decides to go down on him. Phrasing, I know, you but can whatever. See the, you can see the intent in his fucking eyes. <laughs> like, it was a minute minute 30 into the game or something like that, too. Yeah. yeah. Fucking right there. That was, that game was over in the game. first five minutes. To go up yeah, was that the game that the fans were throwing shit on the ice? I think so, yeah. And they threw popcorn at, at Hill as he was walking back onto the ice, and then after the game, he's like, you yeah. see, yeah, I guess everything was just hitting me that night because, <laughs> like, all the popcorn. Yeah. Just kept I yeah, fucking, well, it was four nothing, right? I fucking hate that I like some of the guys in Vegas. I I don't like Vegas. I don't like Vegas because of their management. That's why. It's. I hate the way that they like. Just the players just get dumped. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking wild. Like no they just loyalty. don't give a shit. They have and, and the coaches too. Like, it's so weird to me. The team just, like, does not fucking care, like, what they do as long as they win, I guess. And they're, I, in my eyes, they're kind of like a villain. Yeah, they're and the real have, villains. Like now, now, now we got Florida. Florida's, like, the, I mean, I don't know. Talk about it's, like, it's like David versus Goliath. Yeah. But it's. It's funny because Vegas didn't even make the playoffs last year. And then they became like, then they were number one in the Western Conference this year. Oh, yeah. We, I was going to say, we forgot we were going to talk about the NHL awards, but we can fucking wait on that. Yeah, we'll wait on that. We'll be closer. Um, just not talking about with the league or the cup and all that. But so Jamie yeah. Ben gets suspended two games. Yep. Down 3 0. Everybody gives, okay. gives Dallas life in those games, actually. Dallas wins two in a row. Make yep. this a series. Jamie Ben comes back. Dallas gets blown out. Six. Dallas nothing. gets smoked. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. It's in. 
before the game, like Jake Ottinger, like they had said, he was like three and zero in the elimination games and has like a nine six four save percentage. And I was, that's the whole reason I thought Dallas was going to go to the Stanley Cup final because I was like, they have probably one of the best goalies in the playoffs at this. He was point. playing hurt though too. It came out that he was dealing with some a few different minor injuries throughout the entire playoffs. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. He was carrying that team. Yeah, but him and Joe Pavelski, who <laughs> just comes back and scores like a thousand goals. All right. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just so they get eliminated. Dallas gets eliminated. Sends Vegas to the to the Cup final. Um, Vegas does not touch. I always get the two trophies confused. The Clarence's Campbell. Campbell. They don't Campbell touch Bowl. it. And then Florida touches. Prince of Wales. Prince of Wales. So we got a classic battle of touch versus no touch. Vegas versus Florida. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so interesting. So far, the team in the – I saw it was at least the East that had touched it tends to win it. Win. Like yeah. besides besides Tampa last year, it was Pittsburgh touched it twice. Washington touched it. Um, Boston did not touch it. They lost. And then Tampa touched it three times, with the last one being the exception. And I don't know what it was before because they didn't touch it in 2015, did they? Probably not. Yeah, that's probably what it was. That's probably why. So. We said it already. There's so there's a couple cool storylines with this cup or with this cup final. Yeah, a player making over ten million dollars will finally win the Stanley Cup. There has never been a player. Yeah, ten million more. That's never happened. Or equal than or greater, greater than or equal to. Jesus, can't talk. Um, this will be a first timer, time champion. Will be lifting the Stanley Cup. Um, first time they were getting two first timers since 2018, <laughs> where it was Vegas and Washington. Oh yeah, so um, Vegas. Vegas is back up again. So like we like we said earlier, Florida's first cup appearance since 1996. Vegas is their second cup final in the first six years of their franchise history. Uh, Florida, just in case we haven't hammered home how significant and historic this playoff run has been. They're just the third team in NHL history to eliminate three of the top four teams in the in the NHL in one single postseason. Jesus. Is Vegas the other one? That's what I was just thinking. I should have looked that up beforehand. It's gotta be, right? Or no, Toronto. Oh no, they Florida, they're not Toronto. Florida eliminated Toronto. Yeah. Who is it then? Regular season standings. Uh Boston, Carolina, New Jersey. <clears throat> New, Jersey. New Jersey, Toronto, Vegas. So they could be four out of the top five. Technically, possibly. you could say the top four because Vegas and Toronto tied in points. Yeah. You can put a little asterisk next to it if it happens. Eh. De- Devils are still above them at three. So Right. But I think it's going to be a fun cop. I really do. I think. Yeah. But then again, it's like, I want to say, like, I think it's going to be a lot closer, but then it's like, I also can see this being blown out by both teams, both teams blowing it out. 
like I can see Florida Kachuk and Bobrovsky just willing, yeah, willing Florida to another sweep. Bobrovsky game seven shoots it down the ice, scores, <laughs> game winner. <laughs> um, let's see. See, there's too many hockey accounts now that I can't remember who posted what. Yeah. Who posts the head-to-head ones? Do you remember off the top of your head? No. Is it NHL discussion? Maybe. That might be it. Pretty fun shit, though, man. Like, it's it's a clear underdog of Florida because Vegas was the number one seed in the West. But watching the playoffs go on, like, I don't think you can really call Florida, like, the underdog. No. Like, I just, they're, they're just underdogs in terms of they're the eighth seed versus a one seed. Well, the thing, too, is, like, I think Vegas, or I think Florida has just been playing with so much confidence that, like, I hope that they can come out game one with that same confidence because they've been, they've been resting for a bit. Where Vegas, like, I kept saying, like, each round, like, they haven't really faced adversity, but it's, like, they're they haven't faced adversity because that team's just getting it fucking done. Like right. they they're doing it as a team. They're fucking just putting the work in. Everybody's contributing and they're getting it fucking done. And it's like that's scary because like I don't think they've looked like very dominating, but they fucking like they've really put it to some teams. Like six to nothing against Dallas. It's no fucking joke. Like oh Jesus, it's scary. Right. So it's going to be real good. <laughs> right now on DraftKings, use promo code THPN Sportsbook. Um, for the futures bet on this one, right now Florida is the underdog at plus 110, while Vegas is minus 130. But, I mean, those are still fucking close odds. Like, yeah. So it's like even even the even Vegas is like, ugh, this is too close to call right now. Like, yeah, right. this is, I mean, this is going to be a lot of fucking fun, man. Like I'm just so excited, and I think we all know who we want to win. Yeah, it starts Saturday. Um, let's get predictions here really quick. What are you taking? I want. I mean, I want Florida. So, are you going with Florida as your prediction? I got it. Then, like, it just carries on the the like trend of like the previous year's Presidents Trophy team. Like goes on to win the cup the next year. Yeah. Yeah. Just history has got to repeat itself, bud. <laughs> it has to. It has to. Um, I'm taking Florida as well. And I text Noli just to see. And he says, God, I hope Florida. Yeah. It makes me think that it's going to end up in Vegas now. What if? I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I'm just, I just can't wait. Be good. How many games do you think? Four. You're going with Florida and four? <laughs> um, it's either four or seven. No in between. Four or seven, no in between. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all I got. I'm going Florida and six. They're going to win at home. They're going to win at home. Yeah, I'll say four. Florida's just going to – they're just going to stay on it. They're gonna, just going to be on it still. Let's see if he'll retext back real quick. We'll see how many games. 
God, it's and Noli's kind of part of the show again, I guess. I don't know. That's good. He's good. good so yeah, but all right. Um, couple quick things, I guess we could talk about. TNT baby, getting Kachuk out there. Yeah, Kachuk is. They just... brought they brought Kachuk onto the during the NBA game between Boston and uh, Miami, and just it was pretty. It was pretty good. They were just like. He brought up the fact that, like, asking if he had home ice advantage, he's just like, nah, we made it into the playoff by one point. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> but it was so funny. Or the fact that, like, Charles Charles Barkley called uh, <laughs> Sergey Babovka. But <laughs> nails Kachuk. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, in his defense, like, uh, Keith Kachuk was in the NHL when Barkley was playing in the NBA. And... Yeah. Well, he's taking six games. Yeah. Six games as well. It's good stuff. I just, it was so good. Like, if you're good, like, TNT's been doing the best coverage and they're they're already killing it with the NBA and the fact that they they brought on the Chuck during that segment to kind of also spread the news on how fucking awesome he is. He just, he also just, it's, it's one of those things where it's really good that he's moved from a Western Canadian team to an Eastern conference team. Yeah. Because now that he's more into that prime time, like games, and you can just put them on TV, like all the fucking time and like get him those interviews, him and Jack Hughes. If they were, if they could do an interview every single game after their games, I would love it. Oh, hundred percent. Dude, those two need to be on national TV as much as fucking possible. Americans. American boys. <laughs> um, Noli threw a nice little kink into or twist into the predictions. Who do you have for Con Smythe? Blackhawks. <laughs> uh, it's gonna. I mean, you gotta I pick one. You it's, can't it's say gonna, A or B. It's, it's gonna really end up being how how the final goes down, but probably it's gotta be. It's. I mean, I think it's gonna be Kachuk. This is gonna be the easiest graphic ever for me. All I have to do is make one. I'll change. put Bobrovsky then. No, no, no. You go with Chuck. I'm just saying all I gotta do is change you to if four. If Bobrovsky still lets in two goals or, or fewer every single game, I it's gonna be Bobrovsky. Have they ever done co Kaidens Consmice? No. I was I'm just curious. I'm, I'm just curious. This <laughs> might be the first time though that you could probably make it a really legitimate argument. Yeah, you can you can make a good argument. Like in twenty fucking sixteen, you should you could make an argument that Phil Kessel should have won the Consmice too. But hundred percent. And went to Sydney I'm not Crosby. saying they should do it. I was just asking if it has ever happened because this might uh, be the first no. time that you would be like, okay, if they did, it'd be like, yeah, no, that makes sense. No. <laughs> no. Sure, no. Um, no. That's good shit. I forgot what I was on. What were we talking about? We were talking about TNT. TNT. Okay. They just, uh, I, they just they've been doing a great job the whole playoffs, and I'm I'm excited to and see the how final. the final goes down. Yeah, yeah no more no final. more ESPN, thank God. No yeah, yeah they, they had like some sort of like uh thank thank you to the fans or something like after that Western Conference final game, and people were I guess uh, some people got confused. <laughs> They're like, is that it? It's like, is pretty, it sure Florida's, pretty sure Florida's still in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just not on ESPN anymore. TNT knows drama. Um, I don't want to like get too into it, but some of the news that came up: Arizona got vetoed 
to build a new stadium. Oh yeah. Um, they got voted against it. And now they are running a freaking junior hockey campaign on social media, getting Twitter votes to see where they should build their next stadium, asking questions about how far would you be willing to travel? What city do you want to go in? Listen, if you have to be doing that shit, you're not going to work out in the, in the market anymore. Fucking pack it up and move. We're going to for, well, you know, what's crazy is the, I guess like marketing against having that stadium there was outrageous. Like it, there was like, people had like signs on like voting no for this, like comparing the shit to like, I guess like Vegas in a way of just like debauchery and all this other just wild shit. And apparently a lot of the people that are voting are just like a much older crowd that just think that like the whole place is going to turn into like a fucking brothel. That's what they kind of can. That's what they kind of convinced everybody of. Yeah. It's like, and like, that's the reason that they voted. No, like it, they didn't get the word out enough of them, like what they were going to plan on doing to like building up the place to combat all of the like negative things that these old fucking people were like putting out there. They probably didn't think they needed to do anything. It seemed like a fucking slam dunk, no brainer yeah. to build it yeah. there. You take a landfill and you turn it into fucking a stadium and entertainment district and all that yes. kind of stuff. Why? I do don't you... understand. Yeah. Don't so, piss off Clayton Keller's dad. <laughs> you got oh, Also, I forgot about this. The, the patch. The Stanley Cup. Oh the yeah, because I even had that down. Jersey failed. They're moving the patch to the left side of the jersey to make it's room for the ads. Oh Jesus! Because they have the jersey ads on the right side now. Just the patch itself is the ad. You're advertising the Stanley Cup final. There should be no rule. There should be no jersey ads in the Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I. It's also the whole playoffs has been depressing. Not seeing the Stanley Cup. Like playoff, like on the ice, and you're not gonna see it. You're not gonna see it on the ice. You're not gonna see Stanley Cup final on the ice either. That's so stupid. That was about the fucking ads. It's just a small detail, but it was so cool. Yeah. Um, Another quick thing. Um, very interesting time in Toronto, which I think we'll say this. We'll say this to talk about next week because I think Nolan's gonna be on next week, so I'd love to hear him talk about. But basically, Cliff notes because it's about to break soon here. I think. Um, Dubis says that he's not gonna be a GM anywhere but Toronto sounded like they offered him a contract he did his whole press conference and the season press conference Shanahan didn't like it took away his offer and essentially fired Kyle Dubas now Dubas is basically all but locked in to be the next GMs and president of the Pittsburgh Penguins um it's Toronto just can't get in their own way wasn't it there the rumor that like Dubis wanted to pull the trigger on a on a Tage Thompson trade yes. before he before he blew up and like it was just like a fifth rounder for yeah. Tage Thompson? It was something stupid and like got nixed by Shanahan. And so then dumb. Tage Thompson goes off and scores like forty goals. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we'll talk more about that when uh with Noli because I would love to hear Noli's input on all that. Yeah, and then there was a couple uh coach hirings too. So oh, like yeah. Andrew Andrew Brunette in to like Nashville. Uh, in Nashville. And there's another one I can't remember, but it was uh it was a Toronto, it was a, one of Toronto's assistants. Is the head coach of Washington. He actually was the head coach of the Hershey Bears oh, okay. for a while up until last season. 
when he was the assistant in Toronto. So, so I want to say someone Connolly. Spencer Carberry. Okay, so I was close with the C. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure we'll hear something about Dubas soon. Yeah, I think because there was a source I saw on um, Hockey Reddit that uh, Pittsburgh radio station says that their source has heard that he is agreed to a contract. So we'll see how yeah, legit that till, is. Wait that actually comes out. Right. So Also um, the fact, I think it's funny that Toronto, was it Shanahan that said like the core four is not going, not going. anywhere? Okay, yeah. man. Then why don't you just be the fucking GM? That's what I was talking to Noli about. That was another thing that I'm just like, okay, who wants to be that GM? Who wants to take that job when they're essentially, they can't do anything. They're not going to be allowed right. to do anything. So, all right, episode 225. What are we calling it? Uh, it's, uh, you're welcome, Florida. <laughs> I like it. All right, episode 225. You're welcome, Florida. Make sure to follow us on all social media at WCB Podcast. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, which has been getting subscribers a lot lately. So keep, let's keep that shit up. Um, yeah, brother. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet. Uh, DraftKings promo code THPN. Raycon promo code THPN. 15% off your first order. Uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Fuck yeah. All right, love you, boys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the WCB podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast. To connect with Jerem and Tanner, check out the boys at WCB podcast on all social media. We'll see you next time.